0: radio
1: on today's episode missy and i are talking about
0: taking taking care care of of
1: yourself (laughs) i'll edit that somehow (laughs) (laughs) or we'll keep it that way i don't know whatever it
0: doesn't matter because we're taking care of each other right now too so (laughs)
1: ladies and gentlemen please take your seats The show is about to begin. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of On Finding Peace, and this is the podcast where Missy and I talk about daily practical life tips of how you can find your inner peace and happiness in life. And today we are talking about taking care of ourselves. So how's it going, Missy?
0: doing pretty good. No, no complaints. Um, I thought, uh, you know, as you and I were discussing the things that were going on in our lives, that this might be a great topic for everyone to hear and, uh, hopefully, you know, kind of tap into that state of remembering that, you know, we get to do this. It's, it's, uh, it's something that will honor us and, and, um, you know, help us love ourselves more and find that peace that we're looking for.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. And, really, it is coming down to how much do I respect and love me for who I am at this moment? Yeah. Because I'm not going to want to take care of me if I don't love me. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, what, what's the point if, if, if I don't love me, I don't care. And I, I'm not going to do that. No. So, you know, I think it's so important that In today's world we're not necessarily taking care of ourselves although i think some people think they are Mm. um you know and in going after a lot of the material goods uh you know to say well look how connected we are you know i can have the latest greatest electronics or clothing or whatever it may be but is that really taking care of ourselves
0: Right. Well, I mean, you know, to me, taking care of yourself is mental, uh, physical and spiritual, you know, and there's probably more than that. But those are the the main three that I like to focus mm-hmm. on. And, um, you know, Sometimes I'll slack off on my meditation, so I know I'm not kind of like feeling that in tune with my spiritual side. Sometimes I eat a lot of junk food or the things that I shouldn't be doing, or I decide that I'm not going to exercise for the day, and there's there goes my physical and my mental, you know, is really uh, really it. That's the biggest one for me. Like like I mean, I can I can skip a day of spiritual, I can skip a day of physical, but if I am off on my mental game boy, does it throw everything else out of whack. And, you know, those are the kind of things that, you know, I think that the awareness of that, and just, you know, monitoring those thoughts, or observing those thoughts, and the things that are going on up there, like can really help improve your quality of life. And um, I, I just feel like that's really important. It took me a long time to realize that. But mm-hmm. now, now I don't let it go by. Like, I just go like, oh, that was silly. That was a crazy thought or, or whatever. And then instead of, diving into it i just kind of like recognize it like a wisp of smoke and go like oh okay well that was interesting thank you for sharing and then you know move on with your life
1: right and i agree with you with those three areas of life you know and part of finding that inner peace is how in sync are we with those areas Mm -hmm. and when one area is out of sync that is going to throw us off a bit and I'm not saying it's going to take away our inner peace, um, but I, I think it'll, you know, throw throw us off in, in where we are. And you're well, smiling. Did, did I smiling say something?
0: I heard something <laughs> this morning. I was listening to Kyle Cease and um, and it's not his line. But the guy apparently that he was quoting says, if you pee in the pool, you are only peeing. You're not just peeing in one section of the pool. You're peeing peeing in the whole pool. So if one of those things is off, then everything is going to be off, right? You know. And so I just I was smiling because that brought that to my awareness, and I thought that's that's really funny and it's clever, you know. But it's relatable at the same time that we all know you peed in the pool. Everybody's swimming in your pee, you know. And so if one of those things is off, then everything is off. Is what I'm trying to get at.
1: i'm I'm just glad to know that you know when i'm waxing very philosophical and wise you're thinking of p um so that's nice good to know that
0: (laughs) welcome to my world chris i just definitely have that kind of mind that goes all over the place all the time you know oh (laughs) <laughs>
1: yes I, i'm just messing because i am I kind of feel bad that i didn't hear that or think of something like that um <laughs> but uh but yeah i think it, it it's important you know to look at those different areas and to see where are we off and why are we off and yes. what do we need to do uh you know to work on that yeah. and um you know as you and i were talking earlier i Month, month and a half ago, or something, you know, I had a medical issue and we're still trying to figure it out. But one of the effects of that seems to be a little bit slower in, in the cognitive processing and trying to consider things and um, just not totally with it as I feel I used to be. That mm-hmm. um, could be age, I don't know, but it's different. So, you know, in looking at that, that doesn't necessarily take away my peace. Right. Because I can sit back and say, all right, this is happening. Do I know why? And if I do, am I in control of working that why? And if I don't, like in this case, then I can't control the why necessarily, but I can still control then how do I view it? Right. And that's what can keep my peace. You know, if I can't bring it back into sync with everything else, I can still view it in such a way that I can still remain at peace.
0: Right. Perception is, you know, is a big, big factor in the way that you look at whether, you know, one of those three categories. I feel like, um, you know, you can take things and just just a little opening up a little bit to it not being exactly the way you say it is. And, you know, it can, can let that new thought creep in just as long as you're not attached, right? Because they say when we're attached to an outcome, that's when we suffer. And so um, in this case, you know, if you're attached to you don't have an answer, then you might not find an answer and you're suffering, right? But in, in other ways, like when we're attached to finding the answer and it's not coming yet, we're, then again, we're suffering, Right. And so that's not really taking care of ourselves. It's like we we don't have control over uh, as much as we would like to think. You know, Um, mostly to me, we just we can only control our reactions and we can control the way we're thinking or way we're seeing it.
1: Yep. Totally agree. You know, we we especially humans now in in our current uh, world, I, I think we live under that false belief that we are in control of much. Yeah. We, we've like structured it that way, you know, that, yeah. that all of these things are under our control. Yeah. No, there is so much out of our control. Um, you know, and, and I think if we really sat down and thought about that, that very little we individually can control Um, And it does come down to what you're saying is, is, you know, I can control my responses, which includes, you know, my emotions, my thoughts, my words. But really, that's about the only thing. You know, I, I can control my behaviors, which I'll also say would be my, you know, part of the responses.
0: Right.
1: Other than that, I'm not in control of much of anything.
0: Well, remaining neutral is key, no matter what you're looking at. If you're looking at, like, oh gosh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, you know, um, I've given up a lot this year, not in a sacrificial way, but because I wanted to to cleanse my body, to, to give myself a chance, but I still have that urge and hankering for sugar, so I still have an addiction there, right? But I don't feel guilty about that. You know, I don't have any resentment towards myself for wanting to have ice cream or have a piece of chocolate I just, I like to enjoy that. That's something that, you know, so whereas in the past I really have like, oh gosh, I mean like crap, you know, I'm, I don't look good in a bathing suit. I'm not happy with myself. Well, that's judgment and that's not taking care of yourself. Like you're, you've got to be gentle on yourself. Like we have, uh, I cannot remember what book I read it in. I want to say it was Michael Singer's uh, The Untethered Soul but I could be wrong. Um, what he says is, imagine the voice in your head being an external per- person. And if that person was not nice to you, how long would you hang out with that person? And, yeah. of course, you know, half of us would be like, Psh, gone. We don't want to hear nothing from you. See you later. Exactly. Bye. But we do this every day, we're constantly beating ourselves up, we're constantly judging other people. And and it is really a practice to not do that to remain neutral about, you know, the way that you're looking at people I mean like, you know, gosh, I, I prepare myself to try to make sure people don't judge me, right? And I'm still working on that. So I'm a working person But, you know, I got laundry sitting on my bed, by the way, unfolded, not put away, just brought out of the dryer this morning, but I hid it because I didn't want everybody to see it. You know what I mean? And so what I'm saying is like, who? I mean, some people do that and don't, you know, they, they don't care if it's sitting in the background. Some people don't want other people to see. And that's like a perfection mentality right and in order to relinquish that look here look um if you're on video you can see my dirty laundry sitting on the bed but, you know what i'm saying it's like i i love people i love feedback and i love to love myself but in doing things like that i'm not doing any of those things i'm not i'm not giving other people the respect to have their opinion i'm not giving other people you know or myself the respect of being like, look, I'm a, I'm a stay at home mom. I work from home. My kids are here. I just didn't have time. And now I get to go be on, t- on, you know, a podcast. And instead of, you know, just letting it be, I, you know, I hit it. And so like things like that, that's me putting judgment on myself. That's an unhealthy thing that I'm willing to share because I'm willing for it to change.
1: Yep. Does that make sense? And oh, and, Makes sense. I mean, what doesn't make sense to me is the laundry made it to the bed. Mine goes immediately on the floor and then you just pick out what you want, you know, from the floor. Yeah, um, you are. Amazing, so, <laughs> yeah, that that made no sense to me what you just showed. So, um, but yeah, seriously, you know, when, when I talk to my clients, one of the first things that I explain to them is this is a no judgment zone. And, you know, I'm not going to judge them for what they're telling me because that's not my job to be their judge. That, that's not my realm. But as you say, we judge ourselves all the time. Oh, yeah. So what I like to do is change the language. And we all know in today's world, language means things. Yeah. Change the language to using healthy and unhealthy.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. You know, so like when you're saying... You know, the eating all the snack foods and all, which I love and still do. And, yeah, um, you know, sure, I, I could look at that and say, well, that's bad for me and, you know, all of that. But that's judgment. I'm judging myself for saying that's bad. I can look at that and say, well, is having a snack today healthier or unhealthy for me? Mm hmm. You know, when was the last time I had a snack? Is this a low-calorie, low-fat snack? Is this a sugar-free snack? You know, that there's a lot of things I could go into that where I could say, well, you know, yeah, it's kind of healthy for me to have that snack today. Right. Another day, it might be unhealthy for me to have that snack. But either way, I'm not judging myself for having it or not for having it
0: and and so here's my my only qualm about that is that I believe that a lot of people do find the word healthy as a good connotation and unhealthy as a negative connotation so and I mean even the way that I end up saying it still seems uh you know with judgment right correction it's behavior that needs correction it's Correction means that you're doing something bad or wrong in my head. So, I mean, it's just, we're trying to find different words uh, when really what we need to do is just be neutral, right? It doesn't have to be good or bad. It it can just be like, Mm -hmm. I wanted it and I had it and and I enjoyed it, you know? Um, But, you know, I get what you're saying. I like, I like your concept and I, I just can, I can, concern myself probably with things that I shouldn't be but I concern myself with that our listeners might hear unhealthy as negative and healthy as positive
1: mm-hmm. and, and I'll bet that they do most um and I'll bet that many if not most of my clients probably still hear that um I think over time if we continue to use that we may get away from that mm-hmm. but yeah, I haven't yet found that perfect way of getting away from that. Right, right, right yeah. Now, what you're saying, you know, I, I also use in other circumstances um, when, you know, things happen to us in life, a lot of times, you know, I'll, I'll just use that neutral, well, it just is. Right. You, you know, it, it just happened. There's right. nothing good, bad, or otherwise about it. It, it happened. Um, or it is, or you feel that way without putting a any other qualifier to it 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 just is.
0: Right. Um gosh I had something I was going to say and then it just gone.
1: Um oh, you know, I was me.
0: I think I'm picking up your energy that must be what it was.
1: <laughs> um There ain't much of that to pick up on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and so so when it comes to taking care of yourself, like, like what, are, what are things that you suggest people do, you know, your patients and people that you work with, like how do you suggest that they start to change a behavior?
1: In using, again, we go back to the healthy, unhealthy on you know, my side, but in trying to find out, you know, what is their goal? So what, what do you want to get out of this? And then we look at what are the things that are going to help you to get to that goal. Mm. Um, Generally speaking, I do encourage some sort of meditation every day. And when I say some sort, it doesn't have to be the traditional, you know, sit in a certain way, play the music, light the candles. That's all awesome. You know, and and I do that too. And that's great stuff. But, you know, if that's not for you, then find something that is for you. And then I'll help them, you know, through that, but we really need to find time in the day to just, and not even slow down, but actually just stop. Yeah. And really just observe what's going on, you know, around you and inside of you. Um, I find that
0: a a lot of people that I, I, Uh, speak to is is like their gym time is is really kind of like their own mental uh, meditation Mm -hmm. or like my walks in the morning not not that I don't meditate you know in my house or under a tree or you know wherever I do but I like to meditate while I'm moving, like to, to get that energy moving. And, and so I have people that are, are swimmers and they're like, I go to the pool every day and and I swim and that's my meditation. Like, and I'm like, exactly. That's when you are, you, your body might be doing things, but your mind is quiet. Right. And so you're receiving that information. Um, yep. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Meditation doesn't have to be sitting ohm, um, you know, cross-legged on the floor.
1: Right. Yeah. It can be, but doesn't have to be. Yes. Uh, I had a client a while ago that, you know, was telling me that they're having the hardest time to meditate. And until I probed deeper, I started throwing out, you know, some things. And then when I probe deeper, found out that his morning routine was to get a cup of coffee, walk out to his dock and just look at the water.
0: Right. Perfect.
1: But see, he didn't consider that as meditation.
0: No, no, because. And, and In and his
1: head, the meditation was the OM and sit. And it was like, I can't do that. I'm like, but wait a minute, you're meditating every day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, that's the thing. It's like the, the, we make meaning right to things nothing has a meaning until we as humans make it mm-hmm. so like the unhealthy healthy conversation the correction conversation the right wrong good bad and even the meditation like we make the meaning behind what things mean so it yep. can be whatever you want it doesn't just because an expert told you that this is the way you should meditate doesn't mean that's the way you should meditate or quote unquote take care of yourself right you know, we all have different ways and, and crutches or, or things that help us facilitate being better, feeling better, doing better. I mean, I would consider music an addiction, right? Cause I love to listen to music. I love to dance. I love, I mean, like I cannot get enough of good vibrational music. And I mean, if, if that was a drug, that would be a bad thing but it's, it's music. So nobody considers it a bad thing. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is like your way might not be my way, Chris, and, and my way might not be anybody else's way out there. So just, you know, be kind to yourself during the process of whatever it is that you're doing to, to work on taking care of yourself.
1: Uh, exactly. And and I couldn't agree with you any more than that. You know, it, it's and, and that's really where it helped to guide people is we've got to find what works for you. Yeah. You know, and sure, you can read experts or hear experts or, you know, whatever. Try what they're you know proposing. That's fine, because if you're yeah. really not sure where to start, that's a great starting place. Yeah. Try I what they propose, the But in the end, <laughs> it's got to be yours.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do it all the time. I mean, like I said, uh, you know, just in this this conversation, sorry, my dogs. <laughs> um, you know, I listen to Kyle Cease. I, I really enjoy him. I mean, I've, gosh, I've, I've grown up through my spiritual evolution, listening to Tony Robbins, Abraham Hicks, reading books, um, Don Miguel Ruiz. I mean, you, you name it. Um, oh gosh. I'm thinking of, uh, I can't even think of his name now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I just, there's all these people, right. And they give you all this knowledge and all this information, but being in the flow and to me being in the flow is, is kind of letting that energy come through you and following your intuition as to what's best for you. The only thing that puts resistance on it is your thoughts. So if your thoughts, if you can change those thoughts, you can change that perception. You can begin to take care of yourself better and, Matter of fact, uh, I remember that thought I lost earlier. I grabbed it. I remembered it's coming back to you. Perfect. Something about um, this recently is is that the reason that we're not healthy is because we're already eating on our bodies, right? And so that is causing us, even if we run and we're exercising and, and instead of loving what we have and being grateful for it, we're... we're mentally demolishing it. Right. And then we're expecting that when we go to the gym, we're going to get healthy. We're going to eat salad. We're going to be better, you know, and instead of just loving ourselves where we're at, kind of what is right then, you know, and just being grateful for it and watching it get better, like on, and it's crazy to say this, but even the eating right. And the exercise, it probably wouldn't even matter if we can get our our mental game right. We could probably get thinner and look better and feel younger and more vibrant. If we could get our mental game, right.
1: To me, it's all about attitude.
0: That's it. Yeah.
1: Yep. But it's interesting as you were talking, because uh, just the other day, and this kind of corresponds to a couple episodes ago on this podcast, we talked a bit about dogs and mindfulness and um but so I'm having this uh session all my sessions are a video and this client is you know complaining about the stress in their lives and the busyness of their lives and you know we're trying to work through that and then they show me um with their camera their cat their cat was laying on its side just spread out on the windowsill and my client's comment was, "She's living her best life." Yeah. And I looked at my client and said, "And when do you live your best life?" Right. Because you know what? Why are we always looking at, you know, others? You know, like saying, mm. "Well, others can do this," or "My cat can do this," or, you know, what is that within us that would make it our best life? Yeah and start thinking about that for, for yourself. And, and it doesn't have to be huge. You know, I mean, some people might say, well, you know, I can't let like, go on vacation, lay on a beach for a week or whatever. I'm not saying that in, right. in your everyday life, what can you do even briefly to that relax. can allow you to say, yeah, I'm living my best life. <laughs> um, you know, yesterday i I had a lot of meetings i was rushing in between things and i found that i had 20 minutes in between these two meetings so getting things ready for the meeting i still had about 10 minutes i set an alarm for 10 minutes and just closed my eyes nice and i figure what was going to happen is going to happen i fall asleep don't fall asleep whatever there was no expectation to this yeah just i'm ready for the meeting I have 10 minutes. I'm going to sit here and just close my eyes. Right.
0: Um,
1: so I think we all regardless of our lives can find that 5 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it may be that what can you do which is part of you living your best life.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah, cuz that's And that that's should be taking care center. of yourself. Even 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 if it's like you said, if it's 5 minutes, that's taking care of yourself. I might not be able to squeeze out more than 5 minutes of a day, but I'll tell you, that's why I get up earlier than my kids in the morning so that I can go for a walk. And and there's days they go, can I go with you? And I'll, I agree, but for the most part, that's my time. Like that's when I Mm -hmm. like to go. And, you know, it's funny because my significant other said to me just the other day, he's like, well, I know you like to go do that by yourself. And I'm like, of course I would love for you to come. I'm not gonna turn you down. You know, it's, it's still enjoyable if you're there, you know? And at the same time, like when i I know I've got to work and I've got a long busy day and I've got lots of meetings and and you know uh, interaction with clients, you know, I can never predict what the day's gonna hold, but I know that if mm-hmm. I get up and I and I do that, it makes me feel like I filled my own cup first and then I have time for everybody else.
1: Well, and, and that's where it comes down to is you know when clients have told me, or even just friends and family, you know, taking care of myself is just selfish. Um, yeah. But it goes to what you had just said, if, if we have an empty cup, yeah. what are we giving to others?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, okay. if somebody thirsty, and you give them an empty cup, how, how is that doing anything to the person who's thirsty?
0: No.
1: So sure. we do have to fill our cup before we can offer that cup to somebody else.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the same when you get on the airplane? You know, if the masks drop down, fix your own mask first. You know what I mean? If you can't breathe, you can't help other people breathe. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, exactly. And and it, it look, that's an old way of thinking. Like to me, you know, no judgment on anybody who does think that way. But it is an old way of thinking that that we're selfish if we think of ourselves, you know, uh, that that's that's a me mentality, right? And, and for me to be a we mentality, I know that I have to care for myself first mm-hmm. or else I won't be able to care for anybody else.
1: And just like any, anything else, I mean, there's moderation and I look at it as, you know, motivation, yeah. you know, so sure. You know, I mean, there could be somebody who, you know, wants to spend all day in meditation and say, well, you know, nobody can bother me all day. Cause that's my time. Cause I have to, but is that too much
0: yeah
1: yeah and again it's individual i mean i'm not saying it is or isn't but we have to look at that and say is that you know too much where now there is some selfishness going on yeah well what is the motivation for taking care of yourself
0: mm. right yeah well they say uh you know i took this motivational not motivational transformational class and they say that the ego does things for four reasons, right? To make you look good, keep you comfortable and safe, um, make you, oh gosh, now I forgot. Geez, Chris, stop doing that to me. (laughs) Keep you looking good, keep you safe and keep you in control and make you be right. Thank you. And, uh, you know, like, think about it. If those are your motivations, then you're probably not coming from the right place, you know, or yep. uh, the 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 place where you're going to live your best life. How about
1: that? <laughs> it's not going to give you the inner peace you're looking for.
0: No, it's not. It's definitely not. But, yeah. So, what about a listener? So show- me-
1: well, that's what I was just thinking. See, our, our energies just sink <laughs> <synced> there. <laughs> We were both both going in the same direction.
0: <laughs> what do you got? You got something?
1: I might. Um, so I was thinking maybe to uh, have the challenge for somebody to figure out what is your five or ten minute living your best life. And um, let us know what it is and how it worked for you. And how did you find the five or ten minutes?
0: Yeah, that's absolutely awesome. I love it. Because you know what, you, you guys sharing these ideas with us, and us being able to put them out there for other people, like you could give somebody like, oh, that's a great idea. I mean, like, that's, that's, you know, it helps the collective to, to share mm-hmm. ideas, because, and guess what, it's free. It's free to share those ideas. So,
1: yeah. And that's how, as you say, that's how we learn. That's how we grow. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have all the answers, but I know other people out there have answers that I haven't thought of. And we put all those answers together.
0: Yeah. Have a million different choices.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So. (laughs) That's awesome. Awesome stuff.
0: Well, thank you very much for taking your time today, Chris. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today.
1: Yep. I appreciate your time. And I just want to encourage listeners to, uh, you know, like, this uh, podcast, wherever you see it, and give us some comments and suggestions, share it with your friends. Um, and uh, we will see you in the next podcast.
0: All right, bye bye.